All right, guys. Uh, welcome back to another episode of A Hundred Books a Year with Kevin. Today, I want to pivot away from the conversation of high contacts and low contacts communication. I want to focus more on how do we evaluate performances and how do we give negative feedback. I think that is another thing that I jot down. I have pages and pages of notes for this, so. Uh, this one will probably be a longer podcast. I don't know, maybe 15 minutes or so, but uh, let's dive right into it, right? So we can categorize in terms of evaluating performance into a few different categories, right? We have the low context, direct negative feedback. You know, that example of that will be the Netherlands. And we have the high context, direct negative feedback, Russians, as a clear example of that. And we're going to have low contacts, indirect negative feedback, Americans, right? The good old uh, feedback sandwich. The high contacts, indirect, we have Mexico or Asian people, right? So here's what we mean. So let's start with one by one. Let's start with low contacts, direct negative feedback, like the ne uh, Netherlands people, right? The Northern European. So the key to communicating with them and evaluating performance are to keep a low contact and give a very explicit communication. They're not designed to be offensive. It's not a personal attack, but we really value honesty. We They really value transparency and really keep it professional, right? Like the reason that I bring this up is I want to see, I want to see you more professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we shouldn't do it like, you know, we are trying to fit into your culture. Like for me, like my background is Chinese. I'm from a very high context uh, culture. Like one thing that I think is a big alarm for everybody trying to use this system is that we shouldn't overcompensate. We should, you know, you should, you should still be you and then you want to make adjustment into your communication with the person. You don't want to guess what they want to hear, right? I think we touched on that briefly yesterday. So that's the Netherlands people, right? Keep it professional, no personal attacks. Just say, hey, for the sake of being more, pro more prof uh, professional or for the sake of you doing well in this company, here's what we should look at right here. Now, secondly, I think this is really interesting. Uh, high contacts, direct negative feedback. Now, those are the Russian people, right? With Russia, it's actually very common for you to walk on the street and get criticized for your... Uh, you know, a fashion choices or for your uh, behaviors because that's their culture, right? They openly criticize even a strangers on the street. And then when the boss talk with an the employee, they're very, very frank about it, right? So they don't have any hesitation giving you feedback. And, you know, I think they use a very, very uh, good word in the book. It says, a strangers are the enemy, right? you really have to be close to a Russian uh, business people or a Russian person for them to not criticize you openly. <laughs> I think that's our really interesting, right? So dealing with high context, direct feedback, I think most of the times you just have to take it and really figure out what they're after and then kind of go from there, right? Now, number three, uh, this is one that I think are the most interesting, you know, um, I've been living in the U.S. for the last 10 years. When we have the low context, indirect negative feedback, that is the, you know, the through and through American way, right? 
uh, low contacts and we don't give you direct feedback. So, you know, people are telling, uh, are talking about a feedback sandwich, right? So you have a burger or whatever, and then you have the two buns, right? The bread part, that's the positive, uh, you know, uh, praises and then the negative praises are in the middle, right? A feedback sandwich. Well, I used it before and then, you know, to be honest, I, I didn't really care for it. But from the European's perspective, Americans' view on giving feedback or evaluating performances are false and confusing. <laughs> That's what they put in the book. I think are really interesting because, because from the European uh, perspective, they are such a, a straight shooters in the sense that they, they see positive feedback are fake. Right, like if you give me two positive feedbacks and you have one negative in there, then do you really mean your positive feedback? Do you really mean when you're praising me? Who knows, right? I think Dutch people in particularly, like they rarely use the word excellent, right? And then they see okay as a very, very neutral, uh, a, a neutral way to praise somebody. Well, Amer in, in like America, everybody is using excellent, oh, perfect, right? Oh, good, right? Even good, like kind of like in American culture means okay, right? So when people say that's okay, that's, uh, yeah, that's one of the things that I first learned when I like, came to the U.S. is when people say that's okay, in the beginning, I thought they're like, you know, going to go with me maybe to get ice cream or something or get coffee. No, like that's okay means no. Right, but they're just they just don't want to say no to your face, and then they say that's okay, right? So that is the thing that I have learned because I just remember that I I had to learn that is that when people say they're okay in America, they're not okay, right? So dealing with low context indirect f feedback, it's just very very convoluted, kind of like hard to process. The thing is, is we still want to be ex be explicit, you know, uh, talk in a low context way with negative and positive feedback. And what's really important is to balancing it out, right? It's, it's really balance out the negative and positive feedback and get a clear understanding of the recipient's mood and then what they're thinking. And most importantly, make sure that they don't see your positive feedback as, as if like you, you say it, but you don't mean it kind of a situation. Right, and we want to really want to make sure that you frame your behavior in a cultural terms, right? So that's actually really interesting as well. So lastly, we have the high contacts and indirect people. So those are the Mexicans, right? Those are the Southern American, like you know, they're they're high contacts, but they're very indirect, right? So they usually use, you know, very soft, very subtle, uh, very implicit kind of a way of communication, and. They never, never give feedbacks in front of the group. And then they usually blur the message. They usually, uh, you know, uh, use camouflage, right? Like I think Asian culture, we do that as well. Um, so that we give feedbacks, you know, in a tiny pieces over a long period, a period of time. It's not really for the boss to poke holes to it, you know, like to let, let you know. So it's like the boss or the parent or the person is like guiding you down this path in a sense that they gave feedback slowly and then hopefully over a period of time that it will let it sink in. 
So instead of American way or the or the European way, just like give you a platter and say here, that's it. You know, that's a burger, that's a sandwich, that's just a feedback sandwich. You know, in Asian culture or in uh, Mexico, in a Hispanic culture, it's really trickle it in, trying to let it sink in, and they they typically use food or drink to blur out the images, right? So yeah, let's go hang out, and then they're gonna you know. In talking to you, they're gonna as you know, as sprinkle some kind of a uh, feedback into your, uh, into your meal, and then hopefully you can pick up the message, right? So, those are the four interesting kind of a uh, cultural indexes that we can use to explain, um, and to give negative feedbacks. I think. What is the most important thing I want to reiterate in this podcast is that we don't want to overcompensate, right? We don't want to guess what the other culture context is like with us never really lived in a culture before, right? With us never really, um, what's the term? Never really uh, have experiences in that cultural context and then the worst thing that we can do is overcompensate, right? So I learned a lot from this evaluating performance perspective. And then I don't think there's a clear answer. I really don't think there is a, um, you know, oh yeah, like you are from China. Then this is how I'm going to talk to you. I think we should still keep our communication style consistent and make minor adjustment. Or at least that's how I would do it. You know, it's good to know this kind of a cultural indexing. And then the thing is, is people change, right? Like there are people that, like for example, like there are like uh, Asian people in America where they grew up here, right? They are completely Americanized, and 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 you are trying to talk to them with a high contact situation, then it's not gonna land well, right? So. Oh, I actually managed to end this on time. Hopefully, this one is helpful for everybody. Uh, share this podcast if you like with the people that are you know uh, working remotely or internationally, and uh, or have foreign friends. And uh, let me know what you guys think. I think this is a really fun topics. And um, tomorrow we're gonna dive into more of a persuasion in a, in a communication and maybe a little bit more uh, holistic thinking. All right, guys. Uh, this is Kevin signing off. Have a good one.